Blog Talk Radio. There it goes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Candy and Company. This is Candy, but Company will be talking mostly tonight because my voice is gone. So let me introduce you, my co-host, Jed Ryan. Hey, everybody. Thank you for uh, joining us tonight. We have uh, we have Candy. another. We have another caller, 330. Oh, wow, that didn't take long. Well, we have our first caller. Who could it be? <laughs> I don't know. Guess again. Uh, I could tell just from that voice. This must be Wes Gibbons, huh? I was going to say, that it's it my, is, buddy. My, my other favorite naked cowboy. Aw, <laughs> uh, you're so sweet. I'm and just honest. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How's, how are you feeling, Candy? Uh, better today. I get to doctor follow-up tomorrow. Wrong answer. With your fingers. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations are in order, Candy. Congratulations on your new book, which is Transformation. And, uh, Thank you. And you, you had the release party on Blog Talk Radio uh, yesterday, right? Um, I not have a. Uh, it's a delayed release party because Randy is going to come back and, and interview me. Oh wow! I can't Randy wait to read it. So um, we will have that up next week because he's waiting for my voice to appear back. Yeah. But don't we have our so congratulations now- in order for you as well, Mr. Keystone State Gay Rodeo Associates, 2018? <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Uh, it was a great honor because, as you may know, I'm relatively new to the rodeo scene. I it was just over a little a little over a year ago that I went to my first rodeo in uh, Palm Springs, California, and uh, since then I just have become like really uh, amazed and uh, delighted by what has happened to me so far. And uh, of course, I was very honored to uh, win the win the contest and. Uh, it's just been uh, great from there. It's just uh, really opened up a whole new world, like literally for me, someone who doesn't get out of New York too often and to go out to the rodeo and get some fresh air and uh, meet a lot of amazing people all over the country. It's so, awesome. Uh, yeah, and uh, Oklahoma is definitely next. I mean, that is horse country, right? <laughs> That's right. We need to have our rodeo again so you guys can get here. I mean... I'm pretty sure we might be on par capita. No, I'm kidding. I wish we were. I wish it were like one horse for every person. That would be awesome. Mm. Gotcha. It's close uh-huh. to it. But it's you know, there is a song, save, save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. <laughs> oh, now, yeah. I need you to be honest. Uh, were any of you cowboys either riding cowboys or being the horse? When that song came on. <laughs> no, no uh, I don't know. What about I, you, Wes? I, <laughs> I'm pleading the fifth. I have I have um, the infamy of being on top of a cowboy when that song came on the radio. Oh, so, that's a really that's a I really just nice know, there. I just want to know who else has shared my joy. See. Let's just say I have been put away wet a few times. <laughs> Rode hard and put away wet. 
<laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, you know, cowboys have always been uh, my. Oh, another song reference. My heroes have always been cowboys. <laughs> uh huh. I mean, it's kind of like a. It's it's truly an American icon, and uh, it, it's it's amazing because uh, we. I was I was just in the uh, Philadelphia Gay Pride Parade, and uh, I marched with the uh, Keystone State Gay Rodeo Association, my rodeo family, and I overheard a few people saying, "Oh, I didn't know there was a gay rodeo," or "Oh, wow, there's a gay rodeo," or we had the distinction of uh, having horses and uh, the horses were getting a little restless at the parade starting route. But once we actually like started marching, they were perfectly behaved and it was, it was a great feeling. Everybody wanted to, of course, pet the horses. And they actually didn't seem to mind. I mean, as, as anyone who's been to a pride parade knows, it's a lot of, uh, moving along and then stopping and then waiting and then moving along and horses don't seem to mind that they didn't, they didn't complain as much as their human uh, counterparts. So it was great. And of course, when people said, I didn't know there was a gay rodeo, I'm like, well, now, you know, and it's going to be June 22nd through the 24th in Dillsburg, Pennsylvania. So now, you know, so there's no excuse not to go. <laughs> Eastone State, yeah, I, I want rodeo. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, good. The Jed, go ahead. Finish your charity rodeo. Yeah, it's the only one in the Northeast, and uh, and maybe you can help me out with this, Wes. After the uh, Keystone State Charity Rodeo, there's three more: uh, Denver, oh, Minneapolis, wow. and Santa Fe. And, and then, then there's then the World Rodeo now, right? Finals. Uh, no, then there is Missouri and um, Kansas City, and then there's Buck in the Bay. And then the last one of the season is a Las Vegas. Big horn. Uh, it has to be fun. Everybody wants to go to Vegas, right? <laughs> it was a wonderful rodeo and great time. And you can go to the casinos. The rodeo ground is real close by. And it's free entry to their rodeo. They have decided to invite everybody, so there's no emission to go to the rodeo. And but it's a great rodeo. I love Pennsylvania. That's awesome. I'm going back. I went last year, and I'm going back this year to compete. And I great actually people in Pennsylvania. worked in Pennsylvania for four months, a long time ago. And in we're Beth, at in, in Pennsylvania. Bethlehem. Remember, I was Bethlehem, in Bethlehem, okay. Pennsylvania, uh, okay. which isn't oh. that far. Yeah, right. Because it's a big state. People don't realize how big it is. No, no, yeah, no, it's a huge state, but Bethlehem was pretty close to Philly because we could drive and do all kinds of stuff. We can even drive and, like, catch a train and head down to, like, New Jersey, New York or whatever from, from there. So it's actually a pretty cool place to to be in. Plus, of course, we have the Pennsylvania Dutch, and they have a lot of the warm bloods or bigger horses up there since we're talking about rodeos. Um, you know, they have the big – and those are actually kind of my – my heart lies there in those massive horses because the bigger the horse, the sweeter the heart. <laughs> now, last year I attended the rodeo, and they had a rodeo school for a certain classes, and they're doing it again oh, this year. And so if you've never been to a rodeo you want to learn, the rodeo classes are excellent, just excellent. And then they have a kid's – what's the kid's thing, Jed? I saw it. Yes, I don't remember that's, now. Uh, that's going to be on Friday. And it's the uh, junior 
charity rodeo, and that's for kids ages 12 to 18, because this is a family-friendly event. Uh, we have the uh, rodeo school and the junior charity rodeo on Friday, the 22nd. Saturday and Sunday is the rodeo all day. And Sunday, my favorite, <laughs> after the rodeo, there's the uh, party, of course. So there's going to be uh, spaghetti dinner and uh, the awards, the ribbons, the buckles, and the cash money for those who win. And, of course, that may, many people believe that that's the most fun part of the rodeo when uh, we have the uh, line dancing and everybody just gets to mingle and drink because not advised to drink during the rodeo <laughs> for obvious reasons. Because <laughs> so, you don't want to die. <laughs> well, see, it, one of our rules of IGRA is you're not allowed to drink until after your last event. And so mm-hmm. since you do wild, uh, uh, wild drag, it's always one of the last events. And so nobody gets, uh, the contestants get to drink until the very end. No, I'm going to have to call his PRA and see if they have the same rule. Uh, <laughs> and if they don't, don't want to shame up. them into it. You don't want somebody drinking that can hurt a horse, do something bad, or oh, hurt uh, another contestant. Oh, I completely agree, but that doesn't mean and, it doesn't know, happen. I would no, think but they have the comes same, first. But, oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yes. that's a couple. Our buddy Chad, he likes to sit in the grandstands because he said that's where he can have the most fun. <laughs> he hates having to wait till five o'clock to get that beer. Yeah, but, you know, I've always thought the, mm-hmm. I yeah, thought the most fun was the cowboy butts. Oh, uh. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, there's just you know there's just something timeless about a guy in uh, in a pair of like tight blue jeans and uh, oh, do I dare say dungarees or am I dating myself? <laughs> blue jeans about? and boots. Yes, yeah, blue jeans and boots. You know. Or just boots, that's fine too, you know. <laughs> we used to play a game when I was uh, right out of high school at the Indiana State Fair with my friends because I was the only one who really grew up in the country and grew up around, like, real cowboys. So they would play a game with me for people that they knew or whatever if I could guess which one was the wannabe and which one was the real one. Like, who actually worked things and who was just dressed mm-hmm. up because it was popular. So I, did pretty so good I grew then. up, we called them drugstore cowboys and the real cowboys. The wannabes? Yeah, yeah. The wannabes are the drugstore. They go buy everything in a drugstore to look like a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And, Candy, how did you tell the real cowboys from the wannabes? What gave it away? Uh, because the real cowboys wore boots that had been worn in and not brand new and shiny. And even the real cowboys who were dressing up, their boots were polished and, and still had been worn. They weren't like I just bought this off the rack yesterday. Because you don't buy a new pair of boots and wear them to walk for several hours oh, without breaking them in. Cor- correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. You also don't like by the way you wore their handkerchiefs and all kinds of stuff, yeah. Go ahead, Wes. Don't go to the handkerchief. Don't go to the handkerchief tonight, please. Well, not not um, not now, but back in the '80s in small town Indiana, it, it was okay. <laughs> last year we had someone that kept telling us what a cowboy he was, what a cowboy he was, 
and Jed and I were at this rodeo, and I don't want to name the person, but this horse came by, and this person that was told us how much of a cowboy he was was petrified of a horse, was scared. He wanted his picture taken by it, but he was scared, and his eyes just showed it. And I was like, you're a wannabe cowboy. You're not one that's out there with the horses. Do you remember that, Jed? Oh, yes, I do. And my first feeling was <laughs> afraid of a horse. You know, try looking a steer right in the eye, you know, when a steer is just uh, <laughs> hell-bent on, like, knocking yeah. you down. <laughs> <clears throat> now, for oh, those people okay. playing at home, what happens when a terrified person gets on top of a horse? What does the it do to the horse? That's well, right, horse because it makes the horse nervous. Yeah, horses yeah. can sense human fear, right? It, it, it's, yeah, oh, yeah, it's not the horse being nervous because something else is around. It's the horse being nervous because there's an idiot on his back and it doesn't want to die. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's something. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, in Texas, I was very good at the radio this year. My shirt didn't get ripped and it didn't get dirty both days in the arena in my event. So I'm hoping it keeps in Pennsylvania this time, and I don't get my shirt ripped or ripped off of me by a steer. Oh, okay. I don't know, Candy. As, uh, long as, if, you added, as long as you added, as long as you added by a steer, we're okay. Oh, it was this steer. <laughs> Trust me, it was a steer all four times last year. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Candy. If, if Wes's shirt got ripped off, and if I was a judge, I would give him extra points, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But here's an interesting piece of uh, of gay rodeo history, though. Now, uh, we have currently 19 chapters in the International Gay Rodeo Association, or IGRA. We have 19 chapters all across the country and in Canada. And uh, if you, I studied the history of the gay rodeo, and apparently the attendance at the rodeo and the interest in the culture peaked in the 80s, and that really had a lot to do with the John Travolta movie, Midnight Cowboy, uh, Urban Cowboy, rather. Midnight Cowboy is a very different movie. Uh, Urban Cowboy, uh, a lot of people were uh, kind of doing that fad. Yeah, that, that's a whole other show, by the way. Uh, we're we're, we're jumping, jumping into that fad about the uh, sexy Urban Cowboy, and, uh, and a lot of bars were having uh, Urban Cowboy theme nights, and they had mechanical bulls. And that's when you probably got a lot of those guys who just like to unbutton their shirt a few notches and put the cowboy hat on and a pair of boots and, you know, play the game and all that. And what I find is now as we, as we progress into 2018, you have a lot of really diehard rodeo guys and girls, lots of them, who are really into the lifestyle. To them, they do it for the sport, and they do it for the sense of family that comes along with it. It is a sport. You you can be satisfied watching because it's exciting to watch. And eventually, you the motivation to just really jump right in. And as my sash wife, Jennifer, said, uh, you know, Ms. KSGRA, she said, it's addicting, isn't it? Because once you actually break your cherry, and hopefully that's all you break, uh, when you go in and break your cherry, you just want to do more and more. You, it's dangerous, but it's it really gets the adrenaline pumping, and you really, really feel it. So... I, I want. I wish oh, yeah, that more people. Yeah, you want to do it sometime point. before you hit uh, certain parts on the cantle of the saddle. Just saying. Sounds like a mm. Garth Brooks song. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is actually a Garth Brooks song though. Is uh, I want to come back as a cowgirl saddle. 
We actually played that at my. We we played. Yeah, it really is a song. I played that at my dad's funeral. <laughs> Your dad must have been a fun so, guy. <laughs> Oh, but he was a my dad's like the original cowboy. Like there's like Clint Eastwood, there's the Duke, and there's my dad. Uh, the rodeo as as, is just uh, great. I mean, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I probably was so, going to the, the rodeo. rodeo. What, what? Go ahead. Before Jed was born, going to the rodeos. <laughs> I'm so old at it. You might be oh. old, but you're like Tom Selleck, crisps, man, you're good. <laughs> thank mm. you, thank you. But I mean, I mean Tom is in his Tom's in his seventies, and when I I would pass up guys like of pretty much any age to to just to be near that mustache for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> save a horse, save a cowboy, ride a mustache, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. Why not? All kinds. Of Work well for me. Listen, I think we all had a crush on him growing up, all three of us, so and countless other people too. And, so. and Sam Elliott, right? That would be like the ultimate menage, right there, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he was well, good. I have to say, Candy, what see, I said you guys would have the benefit of having three mustaches, and I would only get two, but that'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so maybe you can help me out with this, Wes. Uh, I've already told people why they should attend. Uh, if they haven't attended a gay rodeo yet, uh, I already told them their reasons for doing it, you know, and why do you think they should? Because again, you know, this is pride month and, uh, uh, Keystone State gay rodeo is, uh, or gay Keystone State charity rodeo as it's called is the only, uh, rodeo, the only gay rodeo in the Northeast. And I tell everybody it's about three hours from New York City. Uh, it's about uh, Dillsburg, Pennsylvania, three hours from New York City. It's about uh, an hour and a half from Philly and probably about two hours from Baltimore. So uh, I encourage everybody, this is their uh, only chance, if you live in the Northeast, to uh, go to one. But why would you tell people to, uh, that it's time that they finally did it? You know, what, is, what would you tell them? What, well, Jed, it's the only rodeo, gay rodeo, east of the Mississippi rodeo, Mississippi River this year. Only gay rodeo. Milwaukee or Minneapolis is west of the Mississippi, so it's really the only one in the whole Northeast, the whole you know east of the Mississippi. Um, go to it. I mean, it needs support. It's for our charity. The money that is raised goes to help. You know, go to the rodeo. <coughs> We need people out. There used to be rodeos and more associations in the Northeast and, and in the South, and they just have lost interest, and we've got to save our gay rodeos. People need to come, see what they are, and you'll get yeah. hooked on it. You'll love it. Yeah, um, I have a question. As, as many blue jokes as I've told tonight, this is a family-friendly event, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Um let me tell you, as, as a little girl who went to her first rodeo when I was literally knee-high to a grasshopper, there's just nothing nothing like it. You know, go to the rodeo, meet the cowboys, see the animals, uh, soak in the atmosphere. It's just one of those American things that you should experience at least once in your lifetime. And usually once you go, you're going to get hooked. 
That's right. And you make friends, and you, and you make them when you're young. I I'm, I had a friend Bev, and I met her when I was nine years old, showing sheep and going to the rodeos. And when she died when I was 50 years old, we were still best friends all those years. And she lived in wow. Pennsylvania, and I grew up in Ohio. But we shared the love of our animals and of horses and the rodeo together. And, I mean, yeah. 50 years, we were friends. Or 40 years, but, you know, I um, right after my 50th birthday, she had um, died of cancer. and But we became friends, and we were hooked, and we loved the rodeo. See, that's way cool. You make a lot of memories. So I, I remind oh, people. It is. It's to, great memories. Mm-hmm. I remind people, too, that, uh, you know, the rodeos are entirely uh, volunteer-run. And uh, there are, you know, dozens and dozens of people who really devote their time to it and, uh, you know, who travel, you know, hundreds of miles, often bring their horses with them. And they spend the whole weekend, like, working to make it go smoothly. And uh, it's expensive. And that may be also one of the reasons why, you know, unfortunately, a lot of rodeos were canceled. So I tell people, I'm like, you know, just do, uh, do your part because it's like any other community. Uh, my husband, Joe, who's also a member of KSGRA, we got the spousal rate on our memberships. <laughs> and uh, he brought up a very good uh, observation. He said he likes these events because there's no drama, you know, as compared to perhaps some other uh, segments of the gay community and all that. I mean, you know, people are people, and there's always going to be, you know, some level of drama. But he, that's what he likes about the rodeo. And, you know, to be honest, it was, uh, you know, there, there was probably no – other reason I would have eventually wound up in like Kansas City or even uh, places like Dallas and Denver uh, if it wasn't for the rodeo there because uh, that really made me go see parts of America that uh, you know might have been on my list but wasn't a, wasn't an immediate priority and this really changed everything so I can uh, I can thank the rodeo for helping me break out of my New York City bubble <laughs> which is right and still you, not you met new friends West. And other new friends. Right. I mean, how amazing is that? Yeah. And then because Jed meets new friends, Candy gets to meet new friends. So I'm all right with that. That's good. <laughs> Look, Candy, not to change the subject, you need to mark October 25th and the, to the 28th off and come to Dallas to Mesquite to the World Gay Rodeo Finals. 25th to 28th. Yes. We need, you need to come down and get to meet everybody personally. I will, I will, I will talk to the gatekeeper as soon as we're done and see if we can work that out. But that would be great because hopefully Jed will be there competing, and <laughs> um, I know I'll be there. So, but get Jed, and we can introduce you to all the hot cowboy butts that you want to see. I just want to be in the middle of all the hot cowboy hugs. You know, I can be there too. <laughs> mhm, mhm. But I'll be looking at all the butts. Let's not let's not even kid yourself. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, we were talking about Tom Selleck earlier, and I have a character in my book modeled after him in The Witch's Transformation. Oh, really? Yes. Plus, um, this particular book um, is about a transgender young man. So I've got you know, my, my LGBTQ ties going on really strong in this book and you get to go to Dallas 
and you get to meet a lot of fun people in that community um, that Harley really hasn't been a part of before. So we'll be seeing that community um, as the series progresses a lot. <clears throat> so if anybody reads now, it, y'all can give me tips. Make sure I'm portraying the community correctly, give me ideas, fun things. I can add a book. Yeah, cool. I can't wait to see it. Now, I have to ask Candy. I know that your the genre that it fits into is kind of like the Harlequin romance, definitely from a woman's point of view, and a lot of, uh, you know, like a lot of emotions and uh, things like that. So I need to know, like, is that how, you know, can men really enjoy your uh, your, your book well, too? This is this is not your mama's romance. First of all, it's primarily paranormal mystery with some romance and some super hot sex thrown in. Um, one of the scenes in the book involves Harley and four guys. Oh, wow. One of which is gay and married and his partner is there watching. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a good time to be had by all for that particular book. Um, if you like tough women, she welds a sword. She won a battle against a vampire against a sword. She chopped off a ghoul's head in this book, uh, with her sword, which she has tattooed on her back, by the way. She pulls it. She has her swords and her daggers are actually tattooed on her body. They did the back tattoo the old-fashioned way. One little tink at a time. Wow. So, so she's a woman she's a pretty who, tough. She's a woman, yeah, she's a woman who can take on four guys at once and then still slay a vampire. Uh, <laughs> damn, it's pretty hot. <laughs> of course, don't think the men are helpless in this book. They're fighting their own beings. It's just that nobody had to stop to, you know, make sure she was okay. She was right there side by side with them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there's, like I said, there's romance thrown in it. Absolutely. You're really going to love, um, I think the character that I modeled after Tom Selleck, he's just fun. He's actually um, just a regular guy. He's not a paranormal. Um, she's a paranormal witch, which is a little different than just a regular witch. Um, it's like a paranormal with like supernatural powers, you know. So, and then of course, you know, there's going to be vampires and werewolves, and I have ghouls, and um, probably we'll have dragons at some point. But I definitely have gargoyles and. Uh, wear gargoyles which change and are not the we have magically awakened gargoyles which are the ones that are on theater and then we have gargoyles more like the gargoyles that were in the 80s gargoyle cartoon except for they can switch to human form as well Mm. wow plus plus there's all kinds of magic and uh, there's guns some of the guys use guns so there's kind of a little bit of everything in there Cool, cool. Read it. You know, you have to send me your uh, autographed copy of it. <laughs> we know I am. I, I, unfortunately, getting sick kind of put me back a week. But yeah, I was preparing to get a package together for you. That one will come mm-hmm. later, though, because I don't have it in my hot little hands yet. The paperback copy. <laughs> I'll make sure you get one. Gotcha. Yes, please do. Please do. Wow. Oh. Yeah. These are the things that go on in his head. All right, Jed, why don't you explain the different events that's going to be happening at the rodeo? Because people might be interested in that. Well, we have all the uh, what's called the uh, the uh, 
rough events that uh, most people identify with the rodeo. We have the uh, the uh, steer wrestling and the uh, bull, uh, you know, the bull riding. And uh, what makes this rodeo and all gay rodeos uh, different is several reasons. First of all, men and women can uh, compete equally. Like most people didn't know that there are women who do ride bulls, and uh, that's that's definitely uh, any, anybody over the age of 18 can participate. You know, regardless of uh, whether you're a man or woman, you know, everybody gay, straight, or straight allies, you know, transgendered, everybody. And the other thing that's different is we have our camp events, which are unique to gay rodeo. We have uh, the drag, uh, the drag, ugh, wild drag, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say drag race, you know. I'm like, <laughs> sorry, you know, RuPaul's drag race. The uh, wild drag, which uh, involves three partners. One uh, who identifies as a male, the other who identifies as a female, and the third is the drag. And uh, this isn't like high glam drag where, you know, uh, expert hair and makeup and high heels and a sequin gown. This is pretty much like the stuff that like, your mother would wear or stuff that you would buy in like a thrift shop. Although I'd like to see Rue Paul get on top of the steer. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be something, you know, trying to wrangle those long, long, long legs in the right place, that's for sure. But um, the uh, male and female uh, try and assist the uh, drag, you know, onto the, you know, onto the steer and then uh, get across the line there without the drag falling off. And uh, that's, that's, that's a uh, achievement, you know, just, just getting on there is half the battle and then getting across the line is the other half. We also have the um, steer decorating, which uh, one partner helps control the steer and the other one has to tie a ribbon around the steer's tail and, again, get across the line in a timely manner there. And the third one, which is probably the one that's most recommended for anybody that wants to participate and uh, doesn't even involve a horse or a steer, is the goat dressing. And this is about as campy as it gets. Uh, You have, again, two partners, and you have a goat. And uh, one of you nah. has to uh, <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter, yeah. <laughs> one partner holds the uh, goat's hind legs up while the other one gets a pair of uh, tidy whities over the goat's legs. <laughs> and uh, Wes and I were partners. Yeah. Wes and I were partners in uh, – you have to do it fast, too, because you're being timed. And uh, Wes and I were partners in goat dressing for the last uh, rodeo. And uh, that goat was not very cooperative. He didn't. He or she didn't just stand there and submissively allow his legs to be uh, up in the air. He was running around <laughs> in circles, and kind of ornery. So, those are the three camp events that are unique to gay rodeo. So, uh, I have a question. It can be. I have a question yes. for you first. Have you ever noticed? Have you ever known anybody to get tripped by a goat? <laughs> have you ever known someone to fall for a how goat? How many? How many goats are in the pen, and how fast are you running? Uh, one goat on a rope. That's it. Mm, that well, might be I a little more difficult than just a regular goat. Uh-huh. Uh, it's on a rope, but um, somebody, I'm not naming them. <laughs> the goat trips them head first down into the dirt. <laughs> okay, all right. I know what you're trying to say, Wes, and I didn't trip over the goat. I tripped over the rope. <laughs> Because the goat was running. No, out. the goat. I didn't trip over the goat. The goat tripped me. Did you see his hoof out? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
All right, so this question is going to be for each of you. I'll let you decide who goes first in a minute. The question is, if you could have any one celebrity, gay, straight, bi, whatever, one celebrity to represent and bring like in more people, more viewers to the rodeo, who do you think could do it? Oh, <laughs> Wes, why don't you go first? <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. That's a tough one because <laughs> I stumped them. <laughs> no, honestly, it would probably be because of the base. If we could get Dolly Parton, she would bring the women in and she would bring everybody in to see her, and That's she really could good, bring right? the she crowd. And I love you know, Dolly Parton. Who say no to Dolly? Straight men, gay men love Dolly. Straight women, gay women love Dolly. Dolly Parton could do it. Oh, wow. And I'm sure we could convince her to maybe just do an itty-bitty little song or two, you know? <laughs> That's right. Okay, now well, I want Dolly with a cowboy butt. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, well, actually, my uh, my celebrity is not quite as ambitious and uh, – you know, like normally, like, uh, you know, there's a thin line between po- politicians and uh, celebrity. But uh, we have uh, in, uh, in Pennsylvania, we have a, a Democrat, a Democratic member of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives named Brian Sims. And uh, I don't know if you've seen his picture. Uh, if not, uh, <laughs> you should because he's look. very handsome. <laughs> All oh, right. Oh, yes, yes. And he's uh, – I'm actually, like, going to work on getting him to uh, come to the gay rodeo. Because uh, he's very, uh, he's openly gay, uh, politician, and uh, superior activist on LGBT rights, and uh, he uh, he puts himself out there. Like uh, he even managed to get to the get to one of our uh, leather bars in uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah in in Philadelphia, and uh, he's uh, like I said, very easy on the eyes and everything. And you know that's what. You know, like I said, uh, I don't know, you know, politics and entertainment, they don't always mix. But we like to, uh, you know, welcome politicians who are for equality and who, you know, we want now, to know. What's his name again? Uh, Brian Sims is his name. Again, you can uh, you can Google it, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and Google yeah, breaks. They, so, like, that's one of the things I'm working on. I'm, I, I would love for him to come to one of our uh, KSGRA events. So, Brian, if you're listening, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sure we could have a cowboy hat and pair of boots that fit you just fine. I think we're about the same height. So, <laughs> Let me find you just the right pair of jeans. Can you breathe? No? Good. Yeah. Do we have yeah. to use the Are you dangling? No? Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. You could uh, you could work on his uh, inseam there, right, Candy. <laughs> hey, I just want to make sure there was enough room for the boys, but the, the butt was still tight. You know, it, it's a fine line. Mhm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, of course, you don't I want, want an uncomfortable cowboy all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Brian Sims was actually at the bike stop, which is which is the uh, Philadelphia Leather Bar, and uh, of course, I. I I didn't make it that night that he was there, and I'm kicking my ass ever since because apparently he did wear uh, he did wear a nice leather vest and everything, and uh, I was like, oh, nice. You know. Now, see, I've I've always been a cowboy butt stripe nuts kind of thing, but since meeting Jed, I'm also a leather butt stripe nuts kind of girl. Mm. 
the, the education ah. that I get around my favorite gay men is just awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, I always said, Kenny, well, you're one of my... You're one yeah, of my girl crushes. You're one of my girl crushes. I love you. And, uh, <laughs> I, I only have a few, and I like I said, uh, Mariska Haggerty uh, on Law & Order SUV. Uh, she's just another tough, no-nonsense, and beautiful, that, you know, woman. And yes. And such a crush on her. And, uh, and, Wes, you know this. One of my favorite girl crushes is uh, Alina, Co- Alina Cole, who is uh, Miss uh, Texas Gay Rodeo. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, and uh, she's just a she's just a bona fide cowgirl who just really captures the epitome of uh, the uh, all American cowgirl and everything like that. Likes to have fun, knows how to uh, work hard and play hard, and uh, you know, yep. what, what could be better than that, really? And Nothing. she's come through a lot, and she posts everything that she's gone over in her life, and it's just amazing to see what she was and what she's become. She is just a rock star. I mean, she is just – and with her horse, she wanted to get into barrels and flag, and she started doing it, and she started posting when she started riding. And now to watch her compete, it's a blessing. It's really good to watch. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of uh, really amazing women in the, in the rodeo scene. Uh, as I mentioned before, my sash wife, and she's just uh, she's amazing. She's involved with the uh, leather community in Philadelphia, her hometown, and beyond. And uh, my uh, other stash wife, I guess, uh, we have uh, Miss Miss KSGRA, who uh, is uh, <laughs> that's his, uh, yes <laughs> yes Mark Mark Allen's Weirs, aka Duchess Weirs. He's got two personas: a handsome guy and a very pretty girl. You know, uh, both. You know, and pulls them off like amazingly well. My uh, entire KSGRA family has been just incredibly supportive. We have an amazing president, Adam Romanek, who uh, his uh, he was he was um, you know on at the parade, riding on his horse and everything like that, and uh, really uh, stole the stole the show, you know, as did the other guys on horses. And okay. he's lucky. Well, and uh, the guys on horses I hate to cut everybody off, off, but we're actually about to run out of show. Oh. So I want I didn't want you to just to, just to hang up or whatever. Uh I wanted everybody to know uh how much we appreciate you. And uh thank you both for coming on the show with me tonight. You guys want to give I've got about 20 seconds left. You guys want to give more information and then go Jed, use it. Promote the rodeo. Well, thank you very much, Wes. <laughs> As I said, the Keystone State Charity Rodeo will be uh June 22nd to the 24th in Dillsburg, Pennsylvania. And today uh, uh, is the rodeo school and the junior rodeo. Saturday and Sunday, we have the rodeo all day. And uh, Sunday evening, we have the awards and the after rodeo party. And uh, in between, there's also uh, there's going to be some vendors and some gatherings and a lot of a uh, lot of really 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 fun stuff. So I encourage everybody to uh, check out ksgra.org to uh, learn more about it to register. And spread the word. And you know, don't uh, be ash- don't be afraid to like uh, contact KSGRA with any questions. Uh, find me on Facebook, Jed Ryan. And of course, uh, and- um, yeah, Wes is Wes Gibbons on Facebook. There's also a yes, KS. Uh-huh, there's a uh, Facebook site for the rodeo as well. 
you can always ask questions here or on Candy Fox on my Facebook page. Hopefully we'll be able to have you gentlemen back to talk about upcoming rodeos. You're welcome to promote any and all of them here on the show. Uh, we look forward to uh, having you back. And uh, Wes, do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye, you guys. Had a great time. That's rodeo. Well, Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And by, by Witch's Transformation by Candy Fox. <laughs> Yay. 